Welcome to Criminals Who Care, a true crime podcast. We have changed names, dates, and locations to protect the identity of the victims and their families. All crimes are true, and all deserve to be told. This is Sarah. And this is Jen. And this is One Messed Up Crime. All right. All right. How you doing, Sarah? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm scared. Why? Because I don't know what kind of story you're going to say, and I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm going to go home and have nightmares. Okay, so for the viewers who don't know, we actually don't tell each other the stories because we want it to be like a surprise. So this is, you know, Sarah's first time hearing the story just like it is for you guys. And I'm afraid. Well, we're all afraid, though, so we're in it together. <laughs> okay, so this starts off with uh, Rachel, who grew up in... Newark, Newark, New Jersey, New Jersey. Have you never like flown into Newark before? No. Yeah, it's it's like one of the the biggest airports. I guess I don't know if it's it's the New Jersey airport. And a lot of times it might be cheaper to fly there than take the train into New York than it would oh, be to fly into. Yeah. Laguardia. See, I've never been to either of those places. Okay, so she babysat through her life. At eighteen, she became a part time nanny, including cleaning and errands. Um, and she was let go of that job after just four months. Okay. okay. Is that a red flag? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it is. Um, and then she started another nanny job, and she was let go after just two months. Ooh. I feel like Rachel is really striking out here. Um, and she just blamed it on the fact that the families had really um, unreal expectations of her. Okay. Let me let me just say something about this. I know people that have hard time keeping jobs because it's always it's someone always, else's fault. <laughs> it's you know, every single place I work at, they they just verbally abuse me and they say all these things, and I'm like, well, you know, that's every place that you've worked at, so maybe you are the common yeah, denominator it might here. Be you're the problem, um, but you know, I digress. A few years passed, uh, and Rachel was working in retail at a local consignment shop. The registers were outdated and nothing scanned. It was all manually input into the system. Oh, dear. And so, obviously, there's no real tracking of the money besides manually Like the honor system. Yeah. Yeah. So, she started stealing cash from the register um, by mistaking transactions and having them voided. Oh, and then, like, pocketing the cash? <laughs> yeah. It's like... Yeah. Um, I think that's what everyone does that steals money from places. They always, like, void out yeah. transactions. Yeah, I mean, I, I even worked in a restaurant. That happens, and I yeah, know, in restaurants. That's yeah. how people steal from people who do credit cards and stuff like that. Well, especially if they pay cash and they'll be like, oh, I ran these items up by accident and have voided so they pocket the, the cost of the meal. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Um, so she confided in another co-worker on how she gets her weekly bonus. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, okay, the first thing is, like, don't... You're gonna be lying and stealing. Don't be telling anyone else you work with. Right. You need to keep that on lockdown. And she coached her on how to scam the system, also. Oh. So they were like working together, like Bonnie <laughs> and Clyde. <laughs> um, and then the coker ended up ratting her out, and she got fired. And the consignment shop called the police to report the stolen money, but nothing could be proved. So there's no charges against her because oh, they couldn't prove yeah. it. I mean, yeah. no cameras outdated systems. Well, so. I also bet like with consignment because a consignment is when someone brings their clothes in 
and they don't get paid until like they get sold, sold or whatever. So it's it's already kind of weird, right? I mean, that's what I think, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So then after the consignment shop, she decided to go back to nannying, but found that there were more caregiver jobs available in the senior care industry. That makes sense. So I guess it's still taking care of someone, just a different age. Okay. Um, and she got certified as a CNA, which was paid for by the company that she would later work for, which is, that's really nice for them to do that. It is. Some companies don't do that. You have to either have the qualification or you don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know any companies that do that, but I know that for a fact there is such a caregiver shortage yeah. that I They're feel willing. like most companies will go the extra mile just to get someone there to fill the job. Yeah. So she got certified and started working um, as part-time, mainly just covering and filling in when needed as the company needed more caregivers. Because as we know right now, there are more people that need care than companies can provide caregivers. Right. The number is just so much higher for care. Um, And she was eventually assigned to a family, the Birds, which was a duo, husband and wife duo. Okay. Yeah. The birds were very wealthy, had lots of political connections, and were well-known in the community. Um, so this was Darla and Conrad Bird. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Conrad Birdie. It's like, um, oh gosh, what is it now? I'm going to remember. Okay, <laughs> so Darla liked to maintain her social status, went to church on Sundays, and played bridge at the local clubhouse with other influential rich people right okay and mr bird conrad would still go to the golf club and attend the rotary club on a weekly basis and insisted on driving himself everywhere even though he had very poor eyesight oh dear oh and by the way it's bye bye birdie the musical oh conrad yeah birdie. <laughs> okay so um rachel started out caring for the birds by doing meal prep light housekeeping errands shopping medication reminders and helping mrs bird with showers as she was very weak from her recent hip surgery after slipping on a rug oh um, gosh so she broke her hip That's oh my terrible. gosh that is you know i fall all the time and so jen and i were actually on vacation recently with the family and i slipped on a rug going up the stairs i slid so hard that my head went through the wall yeah check out our instagram caring I'll criminals post it. no it's on there I oh saw it already it. is yeah. oh, okay caring criminals she posted it it's, it's a it's a she got a big <laughs> noggin because the hole is pretty big yeah i i should have had a concussion i don't know maybe i'm just used to it by now yeah Okay, so back to the story. After six months went by, the birds became more and more trustful of Rachel and started to treat her like one of their own. They'd give her small gifts and take her to dinner. Which is nice. That's kind of nice. Although I'm not sure that accepting gifts, if you're a caregiver for someone who's, um, you know, a little bit older and, you know, maybe especially has like some issues with, you know, maybe dementia or Alzheimer's, it's actually not only ethical, but I think against, like, the, the rules to accept any gift. Yeah, typically from a company standpoint, the policy is no gift giving or receiving. Yeah. Um, it's, it's considered extremely unethical. Yeah, and you're also getting something that's, um, you know, costs money. So. Right. Yeah, it's not good. It doesn't look good. No. Um, but Rachel told the birds that she was having a hard time getting to work because her car broke down, and then the birds let her use one of their cars. Yikes. Ugh. See, this is like blurring the lines between caring for someone 
and like now you're their family member. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> After another six months went by, the bird's health started to deteriorate, and Rachel started going in for the kill. <gasps> What? Wait, what? going in for the kill? <laughs> what the heck? She would, maybe I could say something different. She started going in. Going started, in strong. Yeah. <laughs> she would use the bird's credit card that they gave her to buy groceries, run errands, and anything else that they needed. But then the, the bill started to increase. And after Uh-oh. a few months, started to triple. Rachel would come to the birds wearing expensive name brand clothing and seemed to have expendable cash flow. Okay, let me just tell you right now, as a caregiver, you probably don't have an expendable cash flow. Yeah. It's it's typically not a well-paying job, even though it should be an extremely high-paying job. Just unfortunately, it's not. Um, so I mean, it's above minimum wage, obviously, yeah. but... Um, but it's, it's not somewhere where you're kind of like, you know, making it rain. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like an RN's <laughs> yeah. wage or anything like that. And so after a year living in the house, the bird's daughter and son came to visit the, for the holidays, um, which are Jessica and Harry, and asked their parents to become their POA in case something bad were to happen. And the birds agreed. Uh, so Jessica and Harry got a bad vibe from Rachel and noticed Rachel would get jealous when the birds would pay more attention to their children what? than her. Oh my gosh, that is a really big red flag. <laughs> Like, you're just the caregiver? Yeah, that's weird. What? <laughs> and she also noticed on the credit card statements, which she had asked her dad for if she um, could look over them. Okay. That there were some things that, you know, their parents wouldn't, don't shop at. Like Dollar General, Walmart, um, the Apple Store, multiple PayPal statements, which she's like, my parents don't know how to use PayPal. Okay, that's, like, super sketchy because yeah. you can buy anything with PayPal. Yeah, and it just says PayPal. You don't yeah. know what you bought. And then, like, she noticed a difference in the amount that was being charged. It was, like, triple the amount um, every month or so. Oh, so she built up slowly. So after she talked to her dad about being really confused about the, the credit card statements and all the things that were charged on there, they decided to investigate further into their parents' um money okay and kind of like their house in general so they found um missing jewelry so including family heirlooms so Aww. very important pieces to That's so messed up to their parents they also found new credit cards were opened with a credit high lim- uh, high credit limits um they found obviously high purchases wait on- so like she opened up credit cards under their name yeah <gasps> Oh, that's a felony. I know. And so then Jessica immediately fired Rachel and called the police. And Rachel was finally charged with identity theft. And she was found guilty of felony identity theft and sentenced to eight years in prison, but only served two and a half. Okay. Well, first of all, thank the Lord that she finally got charged, but two and a half years served. It's not that long. Why do why do the courts do that? Well, you'll get you'll get charged for something, but you really only spend like a third of the time. I don't know. <laughs> so she's out today with a record. So hopefully she cannot get a job as a caregiver ever again. So that is a very great outcome from this. Well, and I will say though that she can't get a job as a caregiver with a company. Yes, she can always do it privately, which is really terrifying. 
Yeah, so any good company that has good um, standards will do a very thorough background check on all of its employees, um, especially people who are caring for um, aging clients. But if you just find your caregiver on Craigslist, you can do an actual personal background check through whatever state you live in just to let you know. Um, But if you don't, then you really have no idea uh, what kind of care you're really going to get. Yeah. Well, another thing, too, is a company also assumes the liability. So you're just more protected if you go through a company. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's, like, super sad. I just can't imagine doing that to anyone I care for, so... I know. Yeah, so make sure you go through a vetted company, um, and you'll know what's going on with your caregiver. All right. So thanks for tuning in to us. Please make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps us out, helps us get ranked higher so more people can hear our stories. And... (laughs) Bye bye (laughs) Yeah, make sure to check up on your mom and dad.